Over the past few months, we've been reporting on how the coronavirus pandemic has affected Metro Detroiters, artists, writers, and, of course, cultural institutions in the region. One of those institutions is the Charles H. Wright Museum. The museum is working hard to continue their mission of honoring Detroit's African-American legacy and culture. CEO Neil Barclay began his tenure at the Wright a little over a year ago, and Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire spoke with him about what lies in store for the museum in both the pandemic's aftermath and the nationwide protests over police violence against Black Americans. Well, it's been uh, very, very hard a week, as you mentioned, very tough week. You know, we certainly stand in solidarity with those who are exercising their First Amendment rights to bring this issue, the many issues before us right now, uh, you know, to the public consciousness, right, and to make people aware of uh, the systemic racism that exists in our society. Um, but I also think for the right, what's really may become clear to me at least, is the need to move beyond the protests to really figure out what it is that we can do to make people aware of the history of systemic racism, how it has affected our society and what ways has it affected our society and really be a resource for people really kind of understand not just the emotion of the moment and what is being said, but where that comes from, you know, and as a, a museum that really focuses on the history of African-Americans and the United States, uh, I think we have a really critical role to play in this moment. And this afternoon, I'll be working with my staff to really, you know, shift some of the work that we have been doing online to really begin to put out some more tools, some more information uh, about uh, how do we move beyond this moment? What are the things that we can do? You know, everybody's coming up with their plans about diversity and inclusion and all that. And we, we've seen all that before, right? But um, we haven't seen a lot of change, right? And that's what this moment certainly brings to mind for me is how little has changed uh, after the many, many um, people who have tried to raise their voices and bring this to our attention. So the Wright Museum has a history of hosting exhibits that address some of the major social issues uh, that have happened in Detroit and beyond. For instance, just a few years ago, there was a big in-depth look at the 1967 rebellion. So, Neil, what do you think the role of cultural institutions should be in addressing social issues? And could museums be doing a better job at facilitating conversations about political and social justice? I, I think it's critical that we um, that we play that role. Uh, you know, in many ways, the history of African-Americans in the United States is a political story. Uh, one of the exhibits, for example, we're working on now, Voting Matters, which opens in September, really traces the role that African-Americans played in securing the voting franchise for all of us. But it also looks at, you know, the ways in which that franchise or where we're being disenfranchised, I guess is the best way to put it, in the present moment, right? And it's an attempt to really let people know why it is that voting and putting leaders in place that will, you know, um, reflect our values and our, our history is so critically important, right? So yeah, and, you know, we, uh, 
my when I came on board, you know, I come really more from my art museum background. But one of the things that attracted me to the ride was this notion of how do we uh, look at history as it is being reflected in the present moment, right? <laughs> and so it's not just a look back, it's a look at the present moment, and it's a look at what does that mean moving forward, right? So the exhibits that we are working on, we'll see, now mind you, we will do art exhibits. We have a fabulous one that unfortunately opened right as COVID descended upon us, uh, called Queen, looking at uh, African-American art featuring images of women. But you know our work in the in the cult in the his, history realm, right, really looks at historical uh, you know issues, times, facts uh, as they're being animated now, right. And so voting, of course, coming right before the elections in November, hopefully will give people a real sense of why it is so critical that all of us, not just African Americans think about exercising that right to vote, right? And part of the moment, what we see now in our politic is the fact that many of us didn't think that was so important. When you began your position a little over a year ago, one of your goals was to broaden the rights presence in the community and increase collaborations with other Detroit organizations. At this time, with the backdrop of a global pandemic and the loss of visitor revenue, uh, as well as an uncertain economy for everybody, have those goals changed? And what are the long-term plans for the right over the next six months to a year? Yeah, I think we're in for a very challenging time, but it's really, uh, for the right at least, not a question of, of going away or uh, you know uh, closing our doors or anything like that. It's really a question of focusing the resources we have to be as impactful as we can in the present moment. And I, you know, talking with my colleagues in the sector here in Detroit and around the country, I think that's what we think about. You know, we think about, yeah, we're not going to have the same kind of money, resources in the sh in the short run that we may have had pre-COVID, et cetera. But we do still have resources, and the question now is, how do we prioritize those resources to continue to contribute to? the present moment and to the work that we've always been engaged in doing, right? And I think for the right, you know, that's gonna uh, be challenging. We've been historically under-resourced, right? Um, haven't had all of the funds that we would like to have had for an institution, both of our standing in the field, but also uh, managing such a huge uh, building itself, you know, 125,000 square feet, right? We, we run um, and keeping everything up to date. So, you know, I'm optimistic, but I think it's gonna be challenging, right? Uh, but for us, it, what's interesting is this present moment uh, allows us not just to shift to online, you know, how everybody's now got putting everything online. And we, we've, I think, done a great job of that with our Right Now pro program that's online, of, you know, pulling from our archives and showing you some of the best concerts and lectures and educational material that we've developed. But now it seems like there's a, a opportunity for us to be even more uh, helpful, if you will, in this moment by pulling those things from our history, from our knowledge of our culture that really could help people to heal, right? A deeper understanding of where these issues come from, how long standing they've been, uh, the role of various um, 
whether they're laws or Supreme Court decisions, et cetera, in you know, getting us where we are today, I guess is the best way to put it, or putting us in this position. So those are things that we can do that are not like expensive things, right? But things that I think could be really impactful. Now, over the past few months, the right has been sharing dedications and remembrances of uh, Detroiters who were lost to the coronavirus. Uh, can you take us behind that decision to help the community mourn those who have passed? Yeah, I mean, that came about because we were hearing about so many, you know, important figures within the Detroit African-American community and even nationally who are passing away from COVID. And we did not want this moment to pass without people knowing and acknowledging the contributions that those folks had made, uh, not just to African-American culture, but to our cities and, and indeed in the case of some of them musicians and other people that have passed away to the world, right? And that page uh, is very sobering for me because it continues to grow every day, right? And we continue to add folks to that every day. Uh, one of the things we're looking at, though, is to look at the also flip side of that. And in the coming weeks, we will come out with some additional online uh, programming that'll look at, you know, the sort of heroes and sheroes of this moment, if you will, right? Uh, people who have really helped us to transcend this moment and have shown the best values of the human spirit, you know, and what are some of those stories uh, that are out there so that we can also balance the, you know, the sadness we feel about those we've passed with stories of those who have really um, made a difference in this moment, who've really stepped up and have, have made the pain and the sorrow and the, the real loss of this moment palatable. That's Neil Barclay, CEO of the Charles H. Wright Museum, on what lies in store for the institution in the aftermath of the coronavirus.